Aloha, this is Jason from Hawaii. Welcome to a special edition of the Comics for Fun and Profit podcast. In this episode, I will be interviewing Jason Lowe, co-writer, artist for the Comicsology Originals, The All-Nighter. Now, issue three just came out. Issue four comes out on Comicsology on December 21st. I hope I'm getting all these dates correct. Issue, um, issue five comes out on February 15th of 2022. And then the trade from Dark Horse is released literally the day after that on this, um, February 16th. Jason, how are you doing today? Uh, pretty good. Just hanging in there. Uh, mm-hmm. Things have been like very chaotic, <laughs> crazy busy. Um, and, and I think I just, uh, you know, working a full-time job somewhere else and then yes. doing balancing about three comic projects right now oh, okay I and one, one of them is is all nighter and then like two of them are uh for a big publisher oh i'll just say it's marvel <laughs> yes one one i can talk about and and i'll get into it a little briefly because it was just released last week thursday yeah uh I, the marvel one yeah, I, well, well, let me let me see which one it okay. is. I'll, I'll go through your history first. So, okay, so your history, so your comic book history is, um, there there is a um a, another comicsology originals that you did with now. Correct me if I'm wrong. With Chip Zdarsky, Afterlift is that correct? That's that's right. And then that won the 2020 Eisner Award for the best digital series. Woo, and also yes. too, you that series also won. Now correct me if I'm wrong. The 2020 Joe Schuster Award for the best web comics, digital comics. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Now, listeners, if you're interested, Afterlift is out in trade from Dark Horse. Now, I'm just going to give a brief summary of the story. And if you want to add something, that's fine too, Jason. Now, basically, um, I got this from Comicsology. Quote, um, rideshare driver Janice Chen picks up a pair of mysterious passengers who are pursued by otherworldly forces now again this is from comics that that's from comicsology um and it, it's kind of like a science fiction horror genre story is that correct is that how yeah um you know it, it touches a theme of of life and death and and like um are we good enough to make it into the good place mm-hmm. and 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 that's like a question i guess janice the main character asks herself and you know she's going through this this wild ride into the afterlife <laughs> uh to, to see if she's good enough to be in, in the good place wow now you've got me interested i want to pick that up <laughs> okay sorry jason i'm going to continue on so also to um now, you also did a series called Pitiful Human Lizard that, that came out in 2016. Um, it was, now correct me if I'm wrong, it was a 22-issue series. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it kicked, actually it debuted 2014 uh, through Kickstarter. And then okay. I self-published for the first five issues. And then I found a publisher uh, and that helped publish the other issues. And then mm-hmm. I took the rights back and close the entire series wrapped it up and then you and that was um now correct me if i'm you co-created was that did you co-create that with allison o'toole uh no i i did it all myself but allison o'toole was uh she was my editor at the time since day one and 
yeah, uh, she, she's been our editor through the Comixology stuff, like yes. Apple and The All Nighter. Okay. And then also, too, that was nominated. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, is nominated. Now, was it in 2018, the Doug Wright Spotlight Award? Was that correct? Yeah, I think it was 2018. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 2017, 2018. Yeah. Okay. Now, I, now, now we're getting to some of your current stuff right now. Is that, I know you uh, wrote a short story of Jubilee in the Marvel Voices, and that issue focused on Asian superheroes. Mm-hmm. Now, coming out shortly is the Star Wars Adventures Annual of 2022. Um, Came out on Wednesday. Okay. And then, thank you. And then also your, and I think it's next, or no, this month, December, um, Star Wars, the Galactic Bake Off special, right? That's coming out. That's coming. I think it comes out in January, but I, I did okay. a cover for that. And, uh, uh, but this month I, I, I did the art for, uh, I'm one of the artists that contributed to the, the Star Wars High Republic Adventures annual. Oh, okay. And I illustrated a, a story told by Claudia Gray, who I'm a big wow. fan of, especially as a Star Wars fan. Yes, because she wrote um, that young adults novel, the, the Lost Star, that became, yes. I heard not only just with young adults, but I mean, even with just adults like us, we enjoy, you know, yeah, I have it. I have it. <laughs> Read it yet? I, I still have. I don't have time yet, but I will. Yeah. I read the manga, and it's like it's like reliving the saga uh, in a, another point of view, and yeah. it's it's amazing. It's ah, pretty cool. All right, and then now, this is just in time for the Disney Plus Hawkeye series, the mm-hmm. newly released Infinity comic, Lucky the Pizza Dog, that is currently available um out on Marvel Unlimited. Now, uh-huh. how did you get that cool assignment? Well, out of the blue, uh, um, Caitlin, uh, Caitlin, the, the editor, uh, O'Connell, uh, she, uh, she reached out to me, asked me if, if I'd be down for this. And the thing, thing was, I, I think this was almost like a last minute decision that they wanted to do. And, and I guess they came to the right person because I've, I'm known to do fast turnarounds on mm-hmm. things. And, yeah, they, so they, they asked me if, if I was willing to do it all, like write it, draw it out, and it's going to be a silent issue, but, you know, yeah. uh, I, I get to throw some wingding word balloons here and there. Yes. Uh, and, yeah, it, it, it was it was a fun seven days. I think I, I, think I got it done in seven days. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so so that so that I'm gonna say so that assignment is done. You said now you have some other works for you can't say right now. Yeah. Okay. All right. But yeah, they they were really impressed that that uh yeah they reached out to me and and asked me to do to do more work uh for Marvel and yeah like we'll, we'll see if if the news will come up but I've I've been busy writing scripts for them already. Oh, nice. That is really yeah. Nice. Okay. Now, did I miss anything? Um, Star Wars, Marvel, like yeah, like 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 I was part of that Fantastic Four 60th anniversary issue where I did a a two-page spread where you're following each Fantastic Four member in an adventure against uh 
Oh, Mole Man, <laughs> Mole Man, and uh, Giganto. Yes. And then okay. they loved that. Actually, because um, the thing is, I, I prior to that, I did a, a Multiple Man short seven uh-huh. years ago, mm-hmm. which later Tom Brevert found on Twitter, and he was like, "I gotta have this this two page short in our books." And it's it's a Multiple Man issue where you're following, you know, three threads. Uh-huh. Um, multiple man dukes like as he's pulling a mission actually multiple missions <laughs> yeah. uh yeah and uh so so that's what pretty much got me uh some some work with marvel and then tom was like why don't you do the same thing for fantastic four for the 60th anniversary it's like yeah sure i'll, I'll be so up for that and my gears were, were running and immediately was this this typing ideas within like the first <laughs> couple mm-hmm. hours from the email. That's so cool. Okay. Yeah. Now, before we get into the interview, I want to give a big shout out to Pamela Horvath. Pamela, I hope I'm pronouncing your last name correctly. Um, she's from super fan promotions. Thank you, Pamela, for setting up this interview. Thank you very much, Pamela. I'm going to ask Jason, do you want to add anything to that? Uh, yeah. Special thanks to, uh, Pamela and uh, David Hyde, who's also part of Superfans, mm-hmm. and also to Chip Zdarsky for, for, you know, if it weren't for him, mm-hmm. uh, I would not be in this position in comics right now, because things are just really picking up, and, and I, uh, you know, he helped put a spotlight to my, my, uh, my skills, I guess, to, mm-hmm. the, to the world, and, and doors open for me because of him. That's pretty cool. Now, if you guys get a chance, please check out um, Jason Lowe's other interview with John Suntress on Word Balloon, on the Word Balloon podcast. That came out on November 14th. I listened to that episode. That was a great episode. It really was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, where can listeners follow you on social media? Um, you can follow me on Instagram and, um, and Twitter uh-huh. at rebel underscore L-O-O because uh-huh. uh, I'm a big Star Wars fan. Uh, I'm contemplating on changing it to uh, at Jason Lowe makes comics, <laughs> which is my TikTok handle. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But yeah, Instagram and, and Twitter, you can find me at Rubble underscore Low for now. Uh, before I decide to change it to Jason Lowe makes comics, which you can find me on TikTok. Okay. All right. Now, I'm, where did where did you grow up? Um. I, I grew up in, in the suburbs of Brampton and Mississauga, mm-hmm. which are neighboring outside of Toronto. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, not, I don't know much to say. Yeah, it's, it's just an average childhood in, in a suburban city. Yeah. So, and then, you know, like, what was your, what, what was your, and not exactly, but like, what was the first comics you read? Like, was it a Batman comic? Was it a Spider-Man comic? Or if you know specifically what issue and so forth? Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, like, I used to get comics in the convenience store, like, whenever my, my parents needed to buy lottery tickets. So, yeah. like, yes. I would just browse to the newsstands when I was, like, you know, at an early age of four or five. And I think, like one of my early Batman comics, because I was always a big Batman fan, you know, watching the syndicated Adam West mm-hmm. series. Yes. 
So uh, I, I think it was like the second appearance of Jason Todd. Not oh, knowing okay. that, you know, Jason Todd, you know, that was his second appearance. It, it was just interesting to see like this, you know, on the covers, like this old lady who's like leading these like band of like goons to attack Batman. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's kind of wild. Uh, and then later finding out from my older cousins that, yeah, this Robin, his name is Jason. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's really cool because mm-hmm. I always wanted to be a Robin. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Never had that fantasy? Yeah. That's just I could be Robin. That's pretty cool. I, yeah. I have to remember that when we get into the all nighter. I have to remember that part. Um <laughs> now I know you mentioned Chip Sadarsky kinda helped you, you know, get in you know, give you your you know, your start in comics. So I'm gonna ask, how did your journey into the comic book industry begin? And how did Chip play a role in it? Yeah, so, I mean, I, I've, I've always self-published my own mini-comics since high school, mm-hmm. and then, like, made some when I was in, in college, selling them at the cafeteria and stuff, uh, and then when I graduated, no, actually, when I studied in uh, Sheridan College, or it's called the Sheridan Institute right now, uh, I, 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 uh, I studied illustrations, and on the third year, uh, we did co-op where you know we would do an internship uh so i interned at ship's old studio uh raid which is the royal academy of illustration and design which still stand to this day but yeah chip was one of the four founding members uh and that's where yeah like i was about 21 years old just just a 21 year old intern one of the first interns of that studio like helping to, to flat out to, to flatten colors for his illustrations because he he was doing a lot of these uh at the time like just just children's educational books mm-hmm. this was way, way before he was like like he was only doing comics on the side uh-huh. uh and he but he he worked full-time at a newspaper so you know once in a while uh i would even get like uh, a couple of newspaper gigs mm-hmm. through him and, and Kagan McLeod, who was mm-hmm. one of his studio, studio mates. Kagan McLeod, who's currently working with Chip on Captura. Uh, so yeah, that, that was my early start with, with Chip. And then, you know, when I was, after I graduated, like I was making a bunch of like mini comics here and there, but, and then, and then gave up, took a break, and then went mm-hmm. back into making comics uh in 2013 and mm-hmm. that was the pitiful human lizard mm-hmm. and when i was doing pitiful human lizard chip at the time was i guess he was working on howard the duck and he, he i guess he was just you know keeping tabs on me from a distance and always was supportive mm-hmm. of you know uh promoting my series like mm-hmm. through its five six year run mm-hmm. And then when it was time for me to wrap it up, uh, which was in 2019, he, he reached out to me out of the blue. And, and this was at the time when, like, I wrapped up The Pitiful Human Lizard because I was just feeling really down about the comic book industry and being like, mm-hmm. you know what, I think I've done it all. Like, this mm-hmm. is like I, I wrote and drew an entire superhero series on my own. And, you know, 
and it, it was a series that like I, I thought it was I was content that it had a pretty good distribution around North yes. America. You know, it, it was nice to see like the series being sold in like Midtown Comics and, and stuff like that. But I, you know, when I ended it, I, I was just I was so down about comics, and then Chip brought me back up by you know asking me if I would be interested in in being the artist for his, his one of his new comic projects, which turns out to be Afterlift. Because, mm-hmm. but he also warned me saying that you know you're going to be drawing lots of cars, which I, I'm not that I was not that familiar with. And I, I, I trained my butt off to, to mm-hmm. be comfortable drawing cards free-handed because I'm, I'm not really a technical artist. And he, he also, like, made me, like, the co-creator of this series, too. So, you know, he, he gave me – he allowed me to, to put input on the character designs. Mm-hmm. Yes. Of he, especially with All Nighter, like, he would ask me what I would feel like drawing. Mm-hmm. Like, and and – and he would also like, he would give me like a, a very simple premise, and then I would just go to town by creating uh, a, a cast of characters, and and he would see which ones would work, mm-hmm. and yeah, we, we we would go from there. Mm-hmm. Now, since you mentioned about you know the um, the all nighter, now um, for our listeners, can you tell us what the story is about? So the all nighter is about okay, so it's set in a world where um superheroes are fictional they're they're only seen on tv and and movies uh and this is in a world where monsters exist uh like vampires and and werewolves and and so on Mm -hmm. uh even frankenstein's monster yes uh, Mm -hmm. as you see in, in in issue two um but they are in hiding they are hiding in society um, because they there's this pact that they made where they, they are not to interfere with human civilization or else mm-hmm. this group called the Seekers, mm-hmm. uh, this ominous group will go after them and, mm-hmm. and, and, and just eliminate them from existence. Okay. So... W- in this world, we're following uh, this 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 newfound family of, of vampires uh, from from different generations. Yes. Um, and uh, they're they're running in they're in hiding, r- running an all night diner mm-hmm. called the All Nighter. And one of them, uh, his name is Alex, mm-hmm. uh, who's a big superhero fan. Uh, decides to become a superhero and uses some of his vampire uh traits his Mm -hmm. vampire skills Mm -hmm. to to enhance his vigilantism and um and that catches some unwanted attention and and also his roommate uh who's who also works with him at the diner joy yes she uh becomes his sidekick and yeah, they, they go on these adventures, but you know they, they're they're really kind of breaking the rules. Even though they they, they found this loophole, like where they're dressed up as superheroes, uh, other monsters are taking note. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, of what they're doing, and they're like, 
okay, wait, if they can get away with doing this, like we can do the same. And and this is where all these monsters come out from the dark yes. and, and try mm-hmm. to terrorize the humans. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, this is an off-the-cuff question because I'm kind of going back to how your cousin told you about Robin was you know, Jason Todd. Um, you know, and I also noticed that, you know, um, I thought it was pretty cool that Alex is um, is Asian. So is that correct? Yes. yes. Um, are, and I'm going to ask um, more specifically Chinese. Is that correct? Or is it just... Uh, Alex is, yeah, he's Chinese. Okay. So, no, but I thought that was pretty cool. So I'm going to ask, you know, um, did you kind of model Alex after yourself? Like, you know, I want, you know, I've always wanted to be like kind of a superhero. <laughs> you know, I would want, like you said, you want to be Robin, you know, I, I'm just asking. <laughs> well, I, uh, I mean, I, I, I can see the similarities. I, um, the, well, the, the, the thing is, is like for, for any type of series that I'm going to be creator, uh, creator of or creator, like co-creator of, like mm-hmm. I want to make sure the lead character is Asian. Mm-hmm. Like, because yeah. I I think it's just important to 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 just just to to have more stronger Asian characters, just like yeah. in Apollon. So yeah, that that like he was like one of the first characters that I just designed, and and I actually was looking at a he was actually modeled off of like just just going through like just K-pop okay. artists, <laughs> and, and, and I was just just trying to find like the right hair and stuff. But the thing is like like the, the, like the messy but still fashionably cool kind of mm-hmm. mod here that that some k-pop artists would rock yes um so it's something that he he could still have underneath that mask uh-huh. uh so yeah that, that's what I, I pretty much modeled him after but you know it, it, it's funny because uh you know like i, I worked on a series like pitiful human lizard which is an offbeat aspiring superhero mm-hmm. and one of chip's early comics was called monster cops which was about these like kind of like the, the universal monsters what if they were cops yeah. like werewolf dracula frankenstein uh-huh. and, and uh, a mutual friend of me and chip like noticed this observation of like uh saying you know that like ap- like all nighter sounds like what if the human lizard was <laughs> like monster cops in yeah. a way it's like yeah it pretty much is <laughs> yeah um now, correct me if I'm wrong, because it, it, I'm going back to the Ward Balloon interview that you did. Because uh-huh. now, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I know you gave you you pitched this story to Chip because Chip asked you, "What would you like to do next?" Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. I'm just asking, where did this idea come from? Like, was it inspired by books, movies? And I and I'm being serious about this. And you saw my notes, like, or was it like you were sitting at a diner, you know, one night, and you're kind of going. Hmm, you know, it'd be interesting, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, Chip asked me what I feel like drawing. Um, and then, and then, so, so that's like how we start. And so we had a meeting, like right after we finished Afterlife, we we had a meeting about discussing our our, our next project. So yes. beforehand, I, I wrote like about like for three to five different ideas uh and so one of them was uh vampires like this broken family of of vampires Mm -hmm. 
uh, that ran an all-night diner, mm-hmm. and their diner was uh, was used as refuge for other vampires, uh, and and they would be in hiding. They're, they're like good vampires that don't want to kill uh, if if you know if they don't have to. Yes, uh, and they would have find other ways to to survive, other ways to like. To find their sources of blood, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and, and so, uh, like I, I was aiming to like just just want to tell like a good comedy drama story mm-hmm. uh, that felt grounded, but you know, like the the, the adding the vampires part was was um, added the cool factor to it, and and I think I, like I wanted to add kind of like this. Um, this outsider perspective like you know like kind of similar to like immigrants that run a, a business type of yes, thing yes yeah like like they're second class citizens and you know so that's that's what it mainly was and, and i also told chip that i i didn't want to like you know i'm fine not doing vampires i mean no no, no I'm, I'm fine not doing superheroes sorry oh, yeah, i'm not yeah. I'm fine not to, because because i i, I think you know, I already had my my fun and spin with with pitiful human lizard. So let's just like let's not do superheroes and and uh, so you know he 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 took this that idea and then uh, and then he he wrote down a five issue plot outline and then he was like, okay, sorry, Jason, but we're gonna add superheroes into this and. <laughs> And I was like, "Darn it!" And but then when I just when I when I started reading his outline from issues one to to five, what he had planned out, I was like, "You know what? It, it does make it a bit more interesting." Mm-hmm. And he actually made me uh, enjoy working on superheroes again. Yes. And here I am, like this, just trying to create like this this Batman Year One vibe in, yeah, that's in right. this story. Mm-hmm. I want to touch upon Alex's costume. Yeah. How did you come up with that design? Because I, when I look at it, I'm going, it looks similar. You know, <laughs> or there's a... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, and that's the thing about superheroes, is like when you're creating superhero identities, and, and especially when, it, when all these monster characters are coming out of woodwork you have to come up with like okay they have to like you have to measure like their creativity of of how they're going to brand themselves so you know alex who's a big comic nerd like obviously he's going to be leaning closer to you know superhero comics that we're familiar with mm-hmm. and uh and I yeah so so like definitely kind of like a like a Batman vibe but you know definitely not based on a bat or an animal. Uh, th- there was about like thir- twelve or thirteen mm-hmm. designs that I made before I settled on something mm-hmm. on, on the right one, and I was like, yeah, I, I think this is, this is like the last design was like, yeah, this is what we're going for, and mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, like. Alex, who's like a big, uh, co- like comic nerd, like and very extra too. That he he would also have like 
an extra layer of cape. So he has like the the purple oh. cape over the black cape, and it just uh -huh. adds this this nice texture, this nice layer to it. Okay, all right. Now, to our listeners, the All Nighter trade will be in stores on February sixteenth, twenty twenty two. The previewed code for that is OCT two one one zero two two three. Now, Jason. I know you guys um, have um, completed season one already. Mm -hmm. When will the All Nighter season two come out? Well, I'm I'm like actually drawing halfway through season two. Mm -hmm. uh, so, like, hopefully it'll, it'll be. Well, we're we're hoping that the the next season will will uh, come out fall of next year. Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. But yeah, like everything's in, is in the works. Like I'm, I'm already working on, like just finishing up mm -hmm. issue number seven. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's pretty cool. And the next month, I'm gonna have the script for issue number eight, and then it's it's go time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start slowly wrapping this up, Jason. So um, I know um, um, I know Mississauga is the neighboring city next to Toronto. Mississauga. Uh, Mississauga. I'm sorry, Mississauga. Yeah. Sorry. So, and I know that um, you you work in a library in Toronto, and you coordinate something called MCX. And I'm going to try to pronounce the name Mississauga Comet Expo. <laughs> Uh, the Mississauga Comet Expo. Yeah, for the Mississauga Library. Okay. Yeah. Can I ask, can you tell the listeners, what is the expo about? So the Mississauga Comic Expo is a, a nonprofit organization that celebrates uh, just, just fan culture. And what, we, what we're trying to do is, is celebrate local talent around the greater Toronto area, mm -hmm. like, like around Mississauga. Uh, because we we've got like so many talented artists, yes. And you know, like like the the, the, the early years when when we uh, hosted the event, like you know, we have like some of our guests, like some of our early guests were like Paris Aline, who's now you know the colorist for you know Afterlift and and All Nighter, and he's he's working on uh, Black Panther Legends for Marvel right now, and uh, Jamal Campbell was also. Uh, one of our early guests who's, you know, he, he's done amazing things with DC with Far Sector and Naomi. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, and then it started to grow and, and, you know, and thanks to me having a lot of uh, great connections in, in the comic book industry, you know, we were able to get people like Ryan North and Chip Zdarsky. Uh, who else have we had in the past? Um. Well, <laughs> I I can tell you uh, who we've also had when we had to move digitally because oh, yeah. you know during the pandemic, like we 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 uh, try to offer the same kind of experience where fans can really engage with comic creators and you know ask them how do you do it, like how do you make the comics. So that that's what you know we, we 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 try to build on so when we were doing virtually like the first time we went virtually we got um uh, we got steens uh, aka iron spike 
We got uh, Sam Meggs. We also got um, Stephanie Cook. Mm -hmm. um, who else? Oh, uh, Ryan North again. Hochi Anderson. Um, and, and, and a bunch of, oh, uh, Aminder Dollywall. Uh, a bunch of people that, that also like live in estates that we don't have to, you know, buy a, a, a flight yeah. ticket and, and hotel. Like, yes. we are able to like broadcast an interview with them. Just like right now, yeah. but through the MCX banner. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Okay, I'm just asking, you know, what was some of the cool things that happened at the expo? Like, you know, did you ever see, did you ever see a giant size X-Men number one come across a table or, you know, a, a cool fan moment, a cosplay moment, anything? Oh, um, like the, the, the most awesome thing that happened, like in Mississauga Comics? No, yes. the Mississauga the Ec at the Comic Expo? Or just in like Fan Expo? Uh, oh, just the, just the Mississauga Comic Expo, if anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so yeah, I mean, like the Mississauga Comic Expo, it's, it's, it's still pretty small and it's a, a small growing event that's actually run through the Mississauga library system. But one of the cool things that we, we actually got to have was uh, uh, I, I was able to uh, uh, connect with uh, actor and, and comic writer Jay Berishall, uh the actor from like This Is The End and uh, Knocked Up and, and uh, what was that other Man Seeking Woman. Mm -hmm. uh, because he, he was also promoting uh, his comic at the time, too. So, uh, yeah, we, we I, I was just happy that we actually got to bring, like, a movie star who yeah. also does comics. Because mm -hmm. our main focus is comics. But yes. the fact that, like, he also does movies, uh, it brought a lot of attention. And, and, to, and to see, like, the, the lineup of, uh, of fans, the spectrum of fans that are both comic fans and people that love like how to train your dragon like the mm -hmm. kids that wanted to meet him uh it, it it was just awesome to see that uh kind of attention and, and i and i think that was where like our events like uh like really grew mm -hmm. and, and got people's attention yeah that's pretty cool okay so jason like i said i'm sorry i'm slowly wrapping things up have you and your girlfriend or you you know you and your family have you guys been to Hawaii? No, I, I would like to. I would love to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us have. We have. We have comic book conventions. I'm hoping a local comic uh, comic book organizer is listening to this when we post this. <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> yes, please invite me, and hopefully, like by that time, we'll have more stuff to uh, to promote. That you know they. Uh, you know, uh, I, I can draw like a bigger name for myself <laughs> besides Marvel and, and Star Wars. Um, any closing words to our listeners? Um, yeah, like I, like I, I, uh, I hope you guys have subscribed to All Nighter uh, if you haven't already. Uh, and if you have and you're enjoying it, trust me, it gets better and better. It like. Yeah, just just wait until issue number five. Uh, it's gonna blow your mind, and uh, and you're you're gonna be wanting more, and we're gonna deliver more, mm -hmm. more fun, monster fun. <laughs> okay, so Jason, you know, 
I, I wish you all the success with, with the all-nighter and also with Lucky the Pizza Dog, the Infinity comic, and also your, your future works you know, right now that you can't mention. So I wish you all the success. And mahalo. Thank you in Hawaiian. Thank you for your time. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to interview you. So um, I also want to thank Pam of Superfan Promotions um, for help setting up this interview. So, and, you know, also, if you are a new comic book fan or a lifelong comic book fan, please check out the All Nighter, a Comicsology Originals. It's of course, on Comicsology, I've read the first two issues. I love it. And like Jason mentioned, it's, it's very grounded. I, that's the thing I love about it. You know, and I love how Alex um, was telling, I believe he was, was it Pam, um, his sidekick? Oh, Joy. Joy, I'm sorry, Joy. Um, you know, that he wants to be more than just a cook and, and, and a little bit more than a vampire. He wants to do something more. And that's mm -hmm. great. I love it. And then I read issue two and those last two pages while talking to him going, oh, wow, now the stakes are getting bigger. Mm -hmm. Not just, hey, we're going to bust up this drug ring. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's getting crazier, but I love it. Um, so, but also to, if you're waiting for the trade to come out from Dark Horse, it'll be in stores on February 16, 2022. The previous code is OCT. Two one one zero two two three, and also check out the uh, Marvel Unlimited Infinity Comics Lucky the Pizza Dog that is you know out is out now right now. Now I also want to thank Drew the Colts of Comics for Fun and Profit you know for putting this episode together. Drew, thank you very much for all your hard work behind the scenes. And if you are a new listener, please check out new episodes of Comics for Fun and Profit that comes out every Saturday. You know, and I want to thank you, the listeners. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for listening to this episode. Until next time, guys. Aloha.